the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, thank you for tuning in. This is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. I hoped you said a prayer last Thanksgiving for our country instead of just using this holiday for family togetherness and watching football. Those are fun, but we need, we need to be reminded why we are celebrating Thanksgiving Day. For us Christians, thanksgiving should be more than that. Love of God, love of country, and love of family. As you may know, God has been using the United States of America in the past to judge other nations. United States of America was involved in defeating the Nazi Germans in World War II, tearing down the Berlin Wall. There's a lot of stories behind that too. In our country, right now, under our watch, is at the crossroads. And we need to do the right thing as a body of Christ. We need to be led by the Holy Spirit for United States of America to continue the path of righteousness instead of political correctness. So continue to pray for our country, okay, and the American people. If we do our job, body of Christ, this country will turn around and its glory will be revealed, more glorious than before. Let us determine that United States of America will not fall under our watch, okay? So continue to pray for this country, pray for our political leaders. If we do this, if we humble ourselves before Almighty God, in spite of our elected officials, the glory of this country will be revealed for the world to see, again, much, much brighter than before. Have you registered yet for the December 31st Prophetic Gathering of the Saints? If you have not, be sure to register. We have limited seating, okay? And a lot of people have already reserved, and most of them have already paid. So if you want to, you can register via SOGMI.org, SOGMI.org, and just indicate that you're registering for the December 31st prophetic gathering, okay? And last week's broadcast, I taught about prophets and apostles, how God used prophets in the Old Testament, right, to proclaim his will plan, and purpose, to rebuke, to instruct, to correct, 
God also used prophets to anoint kings and leaders. And prophets are appointed by God, not self-appointed, but uh, appointed by God to be over nations and kingdoms. So if you missed last week's broadcast, we are on podcast. Go to SOGMI.org. Do not listen or believe anyone who says that there are no more prophets in our days, that there are no more apostles, but only pastors. There is no scriptural basis on this man-made doctrine. And a lot of those who propagated this doctrine, they're not in the pulpit anymore. And those who continue to propagate this doctrine, this is harvest time. We entered a new season. They will be dealt with. And worse, if they do not repent, they will be removed from the pulpit. Just like I said, there are many already that were removed from the pulpit. Okay? So some people even ask, Who is your covering? What do you mean, who is my covering? If you are a Christian, you don't have to ask anyone that. Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 4. My covering is Jesus. His banner over me is love. So Jesus is my covering. I am clothed in his righteousness. Well, you have to be accountable to someone or to a pastor. Yes, all of us will give account. Romans chapter 14, verse 12. Each of us will give an account of himself to God. Also, the five offices, especially leaders, we will give an account to God. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17. It says, Obey your leaders and submit to their authority. They keep what's over you as men who must give an account. Obey them so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that will be of no advantage to you. Hebrews did not say that you submit to pastors. It says submit and obey or respect the person who is discipling you. Whoever you are serving with and who is your leader. This is what the scripture is talking about. AM 630 KSLR. Let us not add or take away anything from the scripture, okay? So, since this is a prophetic voice of our time, I will stick to my subject, prophets and apostles. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14.32, this is why prophets cannot have pastors, it says, 1 Corinthians 14.32, the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. It didn't say that prophets are subject to pastors, right? Or a pastor. On the contrary, let me give you a revelation. Pastors are subject to the apostles. And the apostles, they work side by side with prophets in building the church in which Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone Ephesians 2 20 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 27 and 28 now you are the body of Christ that is you and I and members individually 
And God has appointed these in the church. Okay? It says, in the church, not in the country, not in an even given, but in the church. God has appointed these in the church. First, the apostles. Second, prophets. Third, teachers. After that, miracles. Then gifts of healing, helps, administrations, varieties of tongues. It didn't even mention the pastors. It says, first the apostle, second the prophets, third the teachers. Apostles build the church with the prophets of our Lord Jesus Christ. Prophets are over nations and kingdoms. Outside of the church, they are also being sent. Now we know that pastors are not the head of the church. Jesus is the head of the church and our chief cornerstone. All five offices are appointed by God to prepare God's people for the work of service. All the five offices, including pastors, in accordance to Ephesians chapter 4, 11. The five offices operate and function all at the same time which includes the apostles and the prophets. And all the five offices will operate until we reach unity in Christ Jesus, until the body of Christ is matured. Where is the power of the church? Where is the greater work? The Holy Spirit will not move mightily until we are in divine order. This is why the prophetic office is taking a center stage with the apostolic office to bring divine order in the church. The prophets, like what I told you before, are used by God to root out and to pull down, to destroy and to throw down in our days. Jeremiah 1.10 What are the prophets rooting out and pulling down, destroying and throwing down? Doctrines of men and doctrines of demons. And then they are called to build and to plant the kingdom of God with the apostles here on earth. The illustration I have for you is this. God is the architect. God shared the blueprint to the prophets. The prophets declare it. The apostles will follow the prophetic utterance to the letter and start building. I gave you example last week about Moses. God told Moses, be sure to follow the plan that I have shown you in the mountain. And Moses, the prophet, inspected everything to ensure that everything is exactly what God instructed him to do and how God showed him to do. This is the function of the prophet. They will always compel you to follow instructions to the letter, and they are led by the Holy Spirit. So God, who is the architect and builder, builds the church through his prophets and apostles. Ephesians 2.20. I repeat, apostles and prophets work side by side, together in submission to one another, even in our last days. Acts chapter 13, verses 1 through 3.
Now in the church of Antioch, there were prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon called Niger, Lucius of Siren, Manaean, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. Both apostles and prophets, right? Okay, Acts 11, 27, 28, and 29. I am quoting you scriptures in the New Testament so that you can tell me that all prophets are not dead, okay? They are active and operating on the earth today. And in these days, prophets came from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them named Agabus stood up and showed by the Spirit that there was going to be a great famine throughout all the world, which also happened in the days of Claudius Caesar. Then the disciples, according to his ability, determined to send relief to the brethren dwelling in Judea. Verse 30, this they also did and sent it to the elders by the hands of Barnabas and Saul. Are the apostles and prophets poor? No, they sent relief everywhere. Are there prophets? Yes, because in accordance to this scripture, Acts 11, verse 27, that famine that was prophesied by prophet Agabus came to pass. And once the disciples heard that this is going to happen, they took action. They were submitted to one another because the church cannot be built up, not unless the apostles and prophets are actively working or operating on the face of the earth. And some of you are listening to this broadcast. You need to get trained and be discipled again, okay? Example also. In the book of Acts, Philip the evangelist was submitted to the authority of the apostles, Peter and John. When Philip was evangelizing and demons are being cast out, it was so powerful that people are getting saved. He sent for Apostle Peter and John so that they can lay hands on the new converts to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He did not take it upon himself that, well, I have this kind of anointing. No, he submitted to Peter and John. Pastor Timothy received instruction and order from Apostle Paul, and it's going to be in our days. Only then, and when this thing happened, that the apostles and prophets, the true apostles and prophets of God, the body of Christ will mature, and it will be in this generation. It already started this year, and year 2015, body of Christ, you will find that there will be a great movement among the people of God who will be led by the Holy Spirit. God will see to that, that they will be placed where they will grow. They will be led by the Holy Spirit, where they will be instructed, 
where they will receive their inheritance. They will know who they really are in Christ Jesus, and they will be led by the Holy Spirit. It is happening now. I can see the movement of God's people. Those that are hungry for the things of God, those that have so many questions and are never been satisfied with the answer that they're hearing, those that are faithful and obedient, there will be some breaking away. It already happened in our government. I prophesied that about one month or two months ago, that in 2014, many people, whether in military, whether in the government, whether in political parties, people will start breaking ranks, and they were going to do the right thing. When this happened, Badik Christ, in Washington, D.C., you're beginning to see that. And then the people who are breaking away from the order of the church right now and they're not satisfied and they're searching and they're being led by the Holy Spirit, when they increase in numbers, when it start manifesting, the transfer of wealth will also manifest amongst the believers, those who are matured. Keep in mind, we are joint heirs with Christ Jesus. The five offices or each and every one, just like I have to look at you as someone who is a king and a priest in the making. The five offices were appointed by God Almighty as trustees and guardians of the inheritance of the members of the body of Christ. So anyone, any member who matures, then their inheritance in Christ Jesus will begin to manifest because now they will be faithful to do the right thing and implement God's ways of doing things. So we will take responsibility. Amen? No more daycare center. No, they're not feeding me. Feed yourself. I kept on telling Freedom Fellowship Church, especially those that are new, whom the Lord keep on sending, and I said, like, look, don't ask me if we offer a daycare center for children. We don't have any daycare center, but we have a daycare center for the adults. Those who want to always feel good, to tell them how great they are, to feed them every time, and they never mature. Well, it's time. In here, you'll get spanked. You're going to get matured. Amen? We will going to take responsibility and we're going to grow up. It is for your sake, my dear brother, my dear sister. In Galatians chapter 4, starting with verse 1, it says in New King James Version, You are an heir. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave, although he is master of all or even though you are rich because you own the whole estate, you are subject to trustees and guardianship, okay? And this line up with Romans chapter 8, verse 17. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. The things that we suffer right now, we don't do what we want to do. We do and say those things that God wants us to say and do. That's suffering for Jesus, okay? 
Ephesians chapter 3 verse 6 says that the Gentiles shall be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ through the gospel. It means to say we are heirs of the promise, the church with what? The Jewish people. So let's go back to Galatians chapter 4. Now verse 2, repeat it again. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave, although he is master of all. Verse 2. But is under guardians and stewards until the time appointed by the father. So the five offices, not just the pastors, are guardians and trustees. So once you mature, when you can handle responsibilities and faithful in material things, then you can be entrusted with the true riches. This is in accordance to Jesus in Luke chapter 16, starting with verse 10 through 12. If your calling is that of an evangelist, he who wins soul is wise, right? You are wise. You will be drawn to the anointed evangelist. When you are called to be a pastor, you are drawn to the apostles. If you are prophetic, to the prophets and teachers, to the teachers. The new converts, the very first thing that we've gone through is through an evangelist, right? They work in miracles. They just tell you, come as you are. Jesus is love and we get saved. Then we are entrusted to the pastors and teachers for a season. Hear me out, for a season. To prepare you for the work of service. Your spiritual growth should not stop there. You need to be under the discipleship of the apostles and prophets so that you can be one of those that are called to build the church. Okay? So why is the transfer of wealth not manifesting even though we believe, we declare, and we stand on the promise of God? Many of us are still not mature, but the good news is the time is at hand. I had been releasing this truth for many, many years, and I asked God, why me? I'm a woman. And of course, I've been through a lot that uh, people will say that, no, you're a woman, I'm not going to submit to you, or I'm not going to listen to you, and all of these man-made doctrines. But those who receive prophecy and those that are following the prophecies that God had me release and they start manifesting, they start paying attention, they start believing, and then they enjoy the benefit of those creative words that are released because prophecies are not for me. They are for the glory of God and for the benefit of his people. And of course, I'll be blessed, right? Now... I can see that prophecy or prophets are gaining traction amongst God's people, especially those that are called not just in the prophetic office, but also in the apostolic office. Many of God's people are now beginning to respond, and they are going to respond 
once they know it's so easy. All you need to do is to look at the scriptures and find out that what I'm talking about is true. It's in the scripture, right? So even though I've had many oppositions and verbal attacks, but I know that I got the truth on my side. And I know that when I release a prophecy, it is to warn people. It is to bless the people. It is to show the attributes and the facets of our loving God. And with that, anyone who is going to be delivered today, healed, or get transformed, or have a question answered, or some confirmation, then for me, you are worth it, my dear brother, my dear sister, okay? Man-made doctrines do not have scriptural references. So you can spot them immediately. All you need to do is to ask this question. Is this doctrine or teaching brings glory to God and will it benefit his people or will it benefit the preacher or the teacher who's teaching it? Is it really Jesus Christ-centered? And if you're still not sure, does this represent the true heart of a loving God? Keep in mind, God is inclusive not exclusive. Whomever or everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Acts chapter 2 verse 21. I'm enjoying this and I'm trying to release the words and the revelation that we receive. This radio broadcast is limited, but I'm going to try to bring the move of God and what God is saying to the church in simplicity and clarity. And if I have to repeat myself over and over again, as long as you get it, then that's fine with me. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you that you're releasing your glorious presence in the atmosphere. Thank you, Lord, for touching the hearts and the minds and the physical bodies of my brothers and sisters in Christ. In the name of Jesus, receive your healing and deliverance. Lord, I thank you for financial breakthrough. I thank you for reconciliation in marriages. I bind the spirit of divorce and I call forth the manifestations of God-ordained relationship. Lord, for those that are in business or about ready to expand or own a company that are my brothers and sisters, thank you, Lord, for expansion, capitalization. Thank you, Lord, that you're enlarging their borders so that they can continue to finance the Great Commission. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope I'll see some of you this coming Sunday at 8419 Callahan Road of IH10. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com. And all letters to P.O. Box 
1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.